Georgia takes the road to Auburn, Alabama this weekend. Jordan Hare Stadium is where the dogs will be squaring off against he the said Plainsmen. That right, by the way. Um, and um, we're here to break it all down for you. What does Auburn bring to the table on offense? Spoiler alert, it is nothing. What does Auburn bring to the table on defense? Spoiler alert, it's at least more than it's that. One it's one maybe thing. one thing. We'll talk about all of it today on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. More on them in a moment. If you're over on YouTube, thanks for joining us there. Get over mm-hmm. to the audio, subscribe there. If you're on audio, subscribe to YouTube. Help the boys out and get more dog content every single day. Get over on the subtext feed and we'll be giving you news, insight, information as we get it, as well as you can ask us questions on our ridiculous takes and how awful of so human beings many we Auburn are. fans have already been triggered, by the way. We've only been like the podcast has only been up for like a minute. And well, so many Auburn fans are me, already in the comments, say, furiously typing into the when comments. you name your stadium after the greatest basketball player to ever live mm-hmm. and a rabbit. Yep. That's on you. That's not on us. It's on you. When you have two mascots and think to yourself, you know, what would be even better. What's that? Another one. Yeah. That's not on us. That's on you. Um, um Let's, we are we are talking about the dogs. Yes, taking the road into what will be a hostile environment. What is going to be a very loud stadium? What is, to their credit, an incredibly passionate fan base? Yeah, who somehow convinced themselves that the moral high ground was hiring Hugh Freeze, a person hey. who has used his burner phone That's more not. times than most people in the United States for many illicit activities and, and is just a good Christian man. Clint, that's the thing about Hugh that you need to just remember is hiring prostitutes for players does not prohibit you from being a good Christian man. If I can, for a moment, he just called them. (laughs) That's what we can know. You're right. I'm way out of line. Thank you. In in implying that he might have hired them. Thank you. Thank um, you. Uh, let's talk about Auburn. Let's Please talk about Georgia. Me. Um, I'm gonna. I'll just, just. I'm gonna get my takes out on the table early, and then I'm gonna let you either refute me or support me in this. Okay. There's a lot of people including I think the CFB nerds Twitter account. I don't even want to give them a shout out. I, don't I literally even, don't want to meet you guys. I don't I, even want to give them a shout I out. I don't want to talk to you. Like who are predicting that Auburn's going to win this game. There's a lot of people who are on. And you just look at Las Vegas. The line opened at 15 and a half. As of time of recording on Monday night, it's Monday night right now. The line is down to 14. The University of Georgia minus 14. There's a lot of people on Auburn in this game. 
And Clint, I just don't see it. Okay. I don't see it at all. You've told me that you're scared about this I'm game, scared. and I would love to hear your thoughts about why. But Auburn, to me, looks like the kind of football team yeah. that is required to play 12 games this year, and therefore they're still out there yeah. fielding a team, but there's not really anything there. There's nothing gonna, going on. I'm going to give you – I'm going to liken them to another team, and unfortunately this team has had some bad luck in the coaching department most recently, some bad stories a la huge free – A la ass. hiring a good Christian man. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, let's slowly roll because, okay, so much of the time, Daniel, when you look at the betting sheet, you go to Michigan State and you t look at a team who's Yikes. coming out to Lansing and is going to play at Michigan State. Michigan State, not as talented as other teams, not as experienced, not as well coached. And yet, you've taken the money line on Michigan State to beat teams like Michigan, like Ohio, uh, I'm sorry, Iowa, like Ohio State sometimes to, to with the spread. Because in Lansing, with that team, something changes in them. Okay. That's my fear of Auburn. Now, you look, the Michigan State quarterback is now down at Auburn. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's just... He's, he's not good. He's Let not. Just, Peyton he's, Thorne is bad. Unequivocally, metric, eyeball test, acumen, talent everything this guy's not good he's not good he's still better than robbie ashford because he can do two things well robbie ashford's now a wide receiver so yeah, well he played like 30 snaps a quarterback so like well they can call him whatever he wants that's what, that's what kentucky did a couple years ago daniel yes yeah. well that is that is true and uh if if that's what auburn wants to do they might be able to keep this game close they could Again, defense, I don't. This defense is feisty, Daniel. I They're believe that Hugh Freeze is going to put a program together year in and year out. He's going to recruit. He's going to get talent. But Brian Harson absolutely ran Auburn into the ground. Something that the first thing I've said today that Auburn fans watching are like, "Yes, thank you, thank, thank you for you. acknowledging They're that." Shouting, you're, um, you're right. There's nothing there. It's like well, it's well, like what Dan Mullen did to Florida. Right? There's there, there's nothing there's there. No, there's something. Okay. What is it? Defensive backfield. All right. Talk to me about the defensive backs. Y'all, these defensive backs are talented, highly recruited. Go back and look at these guys' tapes in high school and even not just high school, but in college, they have performed. They not only have the talent, they have the performance to back it as well. They are highly experienced, highly talented, heart of the defense. Carson Beck will be tested. The wide receivers will be tested. Lad McConkey, please, I beg you. Indications are that he looks to be trending towards dressing and playing. That's what the yep. indications are. And that's I cool. hope that's the case because mm -hmm. we're going to need them. This defensive backfield is, is tenacious. They like tackling. They are not just cover guys. They come up and run support as well. Uh, they don't have the best safety group in the league because that's us. That's Georgia. But their cornerbacks are healthy. Are, yeah, when healthy. Our, their cornerbacks are very talented, play with great technique. Um, and, and Daniel, we struggle, as many dog fans will attest. Carson Beck is a trash quarterback, and we can't throw anything. And Mike Bobo's out here just giving them slip screens all oh, day long. So oh, here we go. Auburn is feisty defensively. 
and can tackle an open field. Uh, linebackers, defensive line, kind of a wash, I think, in my mind. They're, they're fine. They're not exceptional. But that's the one thing they have, and they're playing at home. And yep. you know better than me. Things get weird in the it's SEC, not, in Jordan-Hare. It's not great the, vibes. It's No. Things it's get not, weird. It's not great vibes. Okay. We've got more to discuss about this game. How does the Georgia defense particularly match up against Auburn's offense? How can the Georgia offense attack that secondary um, uh, of the Auburn defense? Well, all of that coming up, but first these. Game time is the place. If you're looking to travel out to Auburn, Alabama, Lord knows you're going to go to that football game because that's all that there is to do there. Like that's all of the, it's not like you're going to Auburn, Alabama for any other purpose, like whatsoever. But if you're looking to go to the game and you're headed to Auburn, game time is the app to go. But you might say to us, Daniel, Clint, it's getting close to game. It's only a few days away. It's getting close to game day, and we don't have tickets yet. Game time is the place to get the best deals on last-minute tickets. Maybe it's a concert, but it's football season, so let's be honest. It's a football game. Download the game time app today. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first order. That's Locked On College for $20 off. Your tickets are... Hundred dollars, you get twenty dollars off. Your tickets are twenty-five dollars, you get twenty dollars off. Twenty dollars off your first order. Download the game time app today. The best place to get the best deals on last minute tickets is game time. Locked on college for twenty dollars off your first order. All right, we're back talking about the specifics of the Auburn game and how we look how we match up against this team, the Tigers. Down at Auburn, we let's start on their defense and our offense. I just yeah. got done explaining that the defensive backfield is pretty uh, stout and pretty experienced and talented as well. But outside of that, Daniel, how do we match up well with our new reshuffled offensive line and our running backs coming back? Wide receivers getting healthy, Carson Beck feeling his flow. How do we match up against this Auburn defense? Well, I mean, I think we don't match up particularly well with a team whose strength is in the secondary because what you'd like to be able to do is run the ball inside with physicality, pull those safeties down into the box, take them out of the picture in the passing game, and then be able to exploit them on the outside with guys like Arian Smith and CJ Smith and Marcus Roseme and Brock Bowers and all of the weapons that Georgia has. Georgia has not shown a propensity to be able to do that. I do think that because of that, uh, because of who Auburn is and who Georgia is, you are going to see Dejan Edwards leaned on much yes, more sir. for the Georgia offense. I do think we're going to try to establish that inside run and not just throw a bunch of the quick stuff to the outside because, again, the corners for Auburn are a strength of the team. And so you might see Georgia trying to attack the middle, trying to attack the interior with that offensive line. The offensive line has hit a bit of a stride, is starting to play a little bit better. Dylan Fairchild played admirably in his first start at left guard. Xavier Truss played admirably in his first start at right tackle. And guys like um, Green played 
probably his best game at left tackle as well. Obviously, you've got Cedric Van Pran and Tate Ratledge in there as well. And so I think you're going to see Georgia early try to see and feel if they can lean on that offensive line. And if they can't, and they are forced to do what they've done all year, which is to pass protect and throw the football, either throw it quickly on the perimeter for what Kirby calls quote-unquote run plays that are actually pass plays, or throw it downfield, which we've seen more in the last couple weeks. If Georgia is forced to do that, Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. We'll go up. If Georgia's forced to do that, then we're going to see a Lad McConkey return to action and be a factor immediately. Oh, and or B, Georgia is going to lean on the only person that they can absolutely guarantee that no secondary under like under the sun could ever cover. And that is Brock Bowers. It does not matter how good your safeties are. It does not matter how good your corners are. It does not matter how talented your secondary is. You do not have a matchup for Brock Bowers. Like, it just doesn't exist. It's not there. And so I think you're going to see Georgia lean heavily on him in the pass game if they're not able to establish the run game. And I think that's how you, Mike Bobo is going to try to attack this Auburn offense. Or this Auburn defense? Auburn defense, I think you're exactly right. The the defense, it's going to be relied heavily upon. We're going to have so many people upset and mad. And can I just say, please, this is I, I, I want to get this out early and often for please. Auburn week. If we come out and we have no big shots against Auburn in the first quarter, if we're doing slip screen, Brock Bowers on that Y-waggle out to the flat, get him in space and let him run. If we're leaning on Dejon Edwards, Bell, if we're trying to get four or five yards a clip for three drives, Twitter will be burning down with Georgia fans just wanting to tar and feather folk. I get it. I will be extremely happy if we do that. Ooh. I will be extremely Ooh. happy because if you watch this game last week, Micah Morris got in a ladder and I, I was just on the football nerds. I, I can't stand these guys already. The more that I read them, the more I want to throw things at them. They're talking about how Georgia hasn't allowed 3.5 yards uh, rushing more to their opponents so far, but the opponents are really bad at rushing. Auburn's really good at rushing. 78%, the swing they have is Auburn is going to be able to rush 78% better on our defense than anybody else we've played. That That's what they're suggesting. I don't see that. They're saying that we will be able to rush on Auburn quite a bit, uh, which, okay, sure, whatever. I don't. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, but it's going to tell me that we're establishing the run. If you watch Micah Morris, if you watch Xavier trust, by the way, Xavier trust, welcome back to me knowing your name club, because you played very well at right tackle. And if you're get in that pass set with that punch of that right arm, I really, really like it. I think it's going to get that offensive line in a lather. I think we're going to keep this game close. This offense for Auburn cannot pull away from us. So if we keep this game close, we're coming out of Jordan Hare with a win. And again, dog fans are upset at me because I don't want to keep the game close. I want to blow him out. It's an SEC road game in the in the beginning of the season. Like we're still it's yep. it's the third of the way through. This is a big time game. And if we come out with a win, it's a win. And Kirby's gonna say the same thing. And leaning on Edwards, leaning on Bell, leaning off the offensive line to get the game going early. 
and then pop in a couple of sprinkles of Brock Bowers as maybe some Dom Lovett slants or a nice little nice little pivot out there, uh, route tree. I'm going to be fine with that because it's going to work them in a lather. I think Tate and SVP are going to be going for this game and keep it keep it manageable because that crowd noise is going to be a factor. It's going to be intimidating. It, it just is. Like, it, it doesn't matter. I don't care who you are. It just is. Anybody with a soul would be. It's fascinating. This is a fascinating take. We're going to come back in the third segment, and people in the comments are finally going to get what they've been wanting <laughs> right after this. And this is somebody new to the podcast that we are very, very excited about. And that somebody new is, in fact, DoorDash. Ooh, DoorDash. Daniel, it is fantastic. Mm. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Well, good thing. Why don't you just go ahead and order up some queso and have it come straight to your door? Uh, You are acting as if I haven't already done that. Well, we're late to the party. That's what Daniel, that's what the microphone cut out from. The queso is just dripping yep. into all crevices of that microphone. Uh, you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you get grocery delivery that actually delivers Ooh. to thousands of grocery stores to choose from. You'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost the local economy with each and every order. Get, listen to this, listen mm-hmm. to this. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% up, off up to $20, no minimum soap total, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Okay, Daniel, welcome tell me back. I'm an idiot and a close, hard fought first quarter in which we are running the ball with Edwards and Bell and Cash and slipping in some pops with Bowers as well as Dom. You would join the rest of the X Twitter and be trying to mob rush me for my. I wouldn't take. be, I wouldn't be blasting the coaching staff on Twitter, I would simply be huddled in a corner seething in my room just absolutely clutching my bucket to my chest because to me clint what you have just described is auburn's only hope of winning this game okay let me just say the things that i'm very very sure about okay Auburn can't score on Georgia. Like Auburn's not going to a mass. What's the ceiling on points for Auburn to score? The ceiling. Not that they will, not your prediction. 13 is the ceiling. Auburn can't score against Georgia. Like I just, I think I like I, we gave up 21 to the University of Alabama Birmingham last week at home. And Auburn fans, please hear me clearly when I say the ceiling for your football team. He didn't stutter. Is 13 points. Georgia oh, does sorry. not have 2021 Georgia's defense. I I disagree with you again, Clint. 
This is not the best defense that Kirby Smart has ever coached. This is not the best defense that we've ever had. I've come to terms with that. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna okay with that. that. I'm fine with that too. It's it's just not who we are. We can still win the national championship with the defense that we have. Yes, we can. But it's not the best defense Georgia's ever had. But it doesn't matter. This is among the worst offenses that Auburn has ever had because it's led by Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford, who are one-dimensional at best. Like yes. The rushing attack of Auburn has been quite effective this year. But you do not beat and score on Kirby Smart by being one-dimensional. You and just, especially the one dimension being run game. You just can't do it. It just doesn't work. So Auburn can't score. That's the thing that I'm confident in okay. in this game. Okay. Meaning if after one quarter the score is three to nothing, if after two quarters the score is ten to three, if after three quarters the score is 13 to 10. This is the only scenario in which Auburn can win this game. So to me, as, as a Georgia fan, I hear you. If we come out aggressive, okay, the worst case scenario is we throw a pick six. And it's all of a sudden seven to nothing Auburn on the road in like, you know, three minutes into the game. It's seven to nothing Auburn and we're on the road. In that moment, Clint, I'm telling you, I'm not worried at all. Do you know what worries me? Say what worries me is this offense or this defense on the field needing to either score or prevent a score yeah. to win the game late in the fourth quarter. That's what worries me. I'll give you the two. I'll juxtapose. Now, these are very, very difficult things to juxtapose, but I'm going to give you Auburn's away games and home games, Daniel. Okay. Okay. In two home games, Auburn has amassed 59 points and 45 points. Okay. In away Again, games. Against... Well, I, I didn't say who they're against. I just said home and away. I didn't okay. say their opponents yet. Let me okay. get there. On the road, mm -hmm. 14 and 10. Now, at against home. The mighty cow. Could you, could you let me set this up at no, all? You just ruined it all. Okay, yes. UMass and Samford. Not Stanford, which, by the way, didn't uh, Stanford or Stanford, I think Stanford beat Stanford by two touchdowns. Uh, were the two games that Auburn has hosted at home, and the two away games are against the mighty Cal Bears, who just got <laughs> ran out. Ran out. To be fair, everybody gets run out by Washington. Washington is good, uh, and then Texas A and M, who not everybody gets ran out. Um, but I, all I'm suggesting is. I don't anticipate Auburn scoring 14 points in this game, 13 points. I don't. You anticipate them scoring more? Less. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes, less. Because, again, you could do that home road. You could also do that power five teams, yeah. non-power five yeah. teams. So I, I understand. I right. get that. 
All I'm suggesting is that I think the ceiling for Auburn at home is higher than 13. I don't, I'm not predicting. I'm not saying, I'm just saying the ceiling is there. And I do trust the offense. I do trust the defense for Georgia. I think Bobo is going to be surgical again, like he was last game and he set up plays beautifully. And again, we could have had 56 points. We could have had 63, 62. We could have had more points. We left on the field. Sure. I think it's going to be surgical. I think Kirby Smart is going to get this defense going. And Daniel, I'm not, I'm, I want a controlled environment because I, I remember an uncontrolled environment. Jake Fromm going into Jordan Hare mm-hmm. fumbles. I think he threw, sure. I think he completed two passes that entire game. Day. That's the thing. Early turnovers don't scare me. A tight game late, that's what scares me. So to me, I'd rather play a little bit looser early. Okay. okay. To try to see, because again, if Georgia goes up fourteen to nothing in this game, I'm, I'm pouring, I'm, I'm pouring a double. Like it's we're we're fine. Like it's I will the say game's this. over. I will say this. Um, this Auburn offense, if playing from behind, to your credit, I will, I, I might come around to what you're saying, because if they're playing from behind and they have to get points, they're going to get out of their own schedule and their own system and have to ex- extend themselves. How many times is Peyton Thornton going to get sacked? If they're, <laughs> I was just going to say, if Javon Bullard, Tyke Smith, and Mike, Malachi Starks are all playing, I'm not exaggerating when I say four interceptions Forget if Auburn has to play from behind more than two scores. Yeah. I, should, I mean... That's an actual... If we get down... If we are up more than two scores and Auburn has to come back... I am predicting four interceptions in the game. For, for I just okay. The rest so, of the week, stay tuned. We got locks tomorrow on ooh. Wednesday. Come on, now. we're gonna give our official predictions for the game, um, and so you can come back for that. We got Zach from Locked On Auburn, our our dear friend Zach, He's good. who told good us dude. that we could never ever beat his team starting a quarterback like Stetson Bennett. Um, I was literally laughed on his podcast. Laughed off the podcast. When I said Stetson Bennett is going to thump you. Mm -hmm. So we got Zach on on Thursday, and then um, we'll be back on Friday for our last thoughts about the game. But I just don't – like, I don't see it. For Again, this Auburn team, to me, seems like the kind of team that is just going out there to fill time while Hugh Freeze tries to put together an actual roster. And I just don't know. I mean, positive vibes only. Like, Ted Lasso Daniel is back. There's no need to be negative. Yes, sir. Like, I don't see it. Auburn's real. Auburn's not good. Auburn's not good. That no. stadium is. Uh, this has been Locked on Bulldogs, part of Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We will see you all tomorrow. See ya.